This realm is your realm This realm is my realm From dragon's den to The elven kingdom From the moot of many To the giant snail city This realm was made by you and me Hello and welcome to This Realm is Your Realm. It's a podcast where together we build a fantasy world one episode at a time for everyone to play D&D in, write stories about, or sing as the eternal song of your people. With me today is uh, Adrian, a boy who, after a hundred long years, has just selected his adult name and is now a man. Aww. <laughs> you always make me so happy. And with me today is Benjamin. Not dark, but beautiful, and terrible as the dawn, treacherous as the sea, stronger than the foundations of the earth. All shall love him and despair. That was my high school nickname. <laughs> of course. And with us today is a very, very special guest, one of the elder elven kings of world building podcasts. It's Aaron Catano Sayas of the All My Fantasy Children podcast. Hello. Ooh. What's up? What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome. Uh, we're doing a little radio in the morning feeling today. Let's go to Aaron Catano Sayas. Nice to be on the show. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> well, today's quest is elves. We are tackling the, uh, as Aaron described them just before we started, fantasy white people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see if we can do something a little bit different with our elves. We've already talked a little bit about one elven society that might exist. We might get more into that society. We might make a whole new one. I'm going to ask Aaron what he would like. But Aaron, do you want to tell us a little bit about All My Fantasy Children first? Yes. So All My Fantasy Children is a tabletop RPG-inspired world-building, character creation, and storytelling podcast where each week we take a listener-submitted prompt and spin it into an original fantasy character, and that character populates a fantasy world and develops it one story at a time. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, We've been going for fucking what feels like eons now, and we're on the One Shot Podcast Network, so come check us out at OneShotPodcast.com. Yeah, please do. It's an incredible show, and one that, like, when I was thinking of this podcast, like, the idea for This Realm is Your Realm a few years ago, I remember checking out All My Fantasy Children like the first sort of chunk of episodes and being like, oh, like it's not too similar. Like, but then your guys' format changed. And then when I went back to it this time, I was like, oh, it's quite similar. So I, I was like, me and Benjamin were like, I hope Aaron is not coming on the show to like call us out. Like, I'm here to shut you down. No, just to flex. <laughs> just flex it. Please do. Yeah. Flex away. Yeah, no, no, I just like this format and it's fun. It's, uh, it's like I don't really play tabletop games ever. I'm on an actual play that's coming out, but I I don't really play games. I've no idea how to. I just like making characters <laughs> and making fantasy worlds and shit like that. No, I mean I like this part too a lot. It's definitely it's easy, it's breezy, and uh, it's beautiful. It's Cover Girl. It is. Um. So the name of our world is Starstrom currently as was changed a couple episodes ago. It was originally Star Scar. Definitely one of the things I appreciate about All My Fantasy Children was your decision to call your fantasy world fantasy. Oh, yeah. There's there's a very, it's a very, the, the idea is you at first just throw spaghetti at the wall and then you're like, okay, but what if that's really what this was? <laughs> <laughs> and it ensures you never have to deal with all the problems that we do where we're like, what about this name? And then we're like, a week later, we're like, no, that's bad. But I you can like just that. change it and refine it because you can just go like, yeah. well, in the future, city is called or like it used to be called star peter Skarsgård, you know yeah, but yeah. now it's called dragon's oh. roost <laughs> i didn't even yeah. consider Starsguard as a word as a name <laughs> the Starsguard <laughs> are the people oh, who protect it 
Yeah. Ooh, I love oh, that. You're already wow. improving this. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking busting out of my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Ben, do you have a, a name to pitch us? Uh, for... Yeah. Hello, dragons. Uh, I come to you today with, wait, with a name, a new name, and desiring 50% equity. Is this correct, Adrian? Okay. Yeah. Well, you have to say how much money you want it for. I want $40,000 is how much I'd like. Um, so I, I've been uh, thinking about how to how to maybe move away from, from Star in the name. I don't necessarily yeah. know if we want to. Star's Guard, like I said, very good. But my, my new Dragon's Den name that I want to pitch to you today is Cosmot. Cosmot with two Ts at the end. Interesting. Like... The applesauce? Yeah, I did think about the applesauce, <laughs> but I decided to you. keep just, it. That's the fun part of it, is there's applesauce in there. I, no, you know what? I did have this distinct worry, but I was like, does Adrian eat applesauce? Probably not, but an Aaron really a wild card here, so... What's your stance on applesauce, Aaron? Applesauce is fucking way underrated. It's for some reason it's identified as a children's food, and um, it's a delightful side that can add a level of sweetness to any salted uh, meat or meat substitute. In some circumstances, you can use it as butter too. Absolutely, that's right. Well, Cosmot, I like it. It's it's very different from I think many world names out there. What's the spelling on it? C O S M O T T. Okay. Okay. But I am desperate and I will change the spelling if the dragon so desire. I have a pitch for a, a terrible change to it. Not a change to a name because I dislike yes. Cosmot. But what if it were like C-A-U-S-E-M-A-U-G-H-T just to make it look really, really fancy? Cosmot. Co- <laughs> Welcome to Cosmot. And it's like, wow, that's really dramatic. Oh, yeah, no, there's nothing written yet, but it sounds very dramatic. <laughs> Cosmot. Yeah, I, I see where you're going because I feel like the M-A-U-G-H-T spelling is very grand. And my worry with Cosmot originally was that maybe it wasn't, didn't have the same uh, gravitas. But the the initial prefix of C-O-S, though, implies like a cosmos aspect to it. And yeah. I fuck with this. I fuck with this heavy as well. Because it's my Well, name. you wouldn't have pitched it otherwise, yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, no, I like it. Oh, wow. Ooh. Do you like it better than Starstrom? Because that's what we're currently working with. We're going from Starstrom to Cosmot. Um, Starstrum, it evokes, it's too, uh, for me, it evokes too strong an image of, is it all going to be about space? Um, Fair. and it's a little, it sounds like an elf. It's a really fucking good name for an elven city. I like the Cosmot one for the, the whole world biz. Yeah. Uh, actually I'm in on Cosmot as well. Oh my God. This is the best feeling. I don't even need any fucking equity. I don't even, I'll fucking do it for free. This is pro bono. <laughs> free funding. Oh my this God. Perfect. Yeah, undermining the the, the foundation of Dragonstone. I mean, I'll get fucking. I want. I'll I'll give you true. Uh, uh, what's the Shark Tank feel? Then, yeah, we can do it, Cosmot, but it has to be Aaron's Cosmot, and I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars, but I want eighty percent of the company. Uh, like I said, I am desperate, so I'll take what I can get. <laughs> I'll take that, and then we go. All right. All right, then we stand up and we pretend we shoot that like probably ten times of us like hugging yeah. and high fiving. You betcha. Yeah. Hmm? All right. Wow. Bringing the shark tail, the the American elements to oh, yeah. <laughs> lowly Canadian dragons. <laughs> Wait, did you say shark? Oh, shark tank. I thought yeah, you said in the, sh- in the States, it's shark tank. 
Oh, I, did I say I, Shark Tale? You, you said did. Shark Tale. Is it like well, uh, welcome the, back the, to Shark Tale? No, Shark the Will Tales, Smith movie. Shark Tales. It's a children's show now. Shark Tales. Hi everyone, <laughs> welcome to Shark Tales, where we tell stories about sharks that are cute and fun. You know what? That's a large part of our demographic would listen to that show as well. So let's get <laughs> fucking paid. Let's get into sharks. <laughs> We're switching from get elves that to blues sharks. clues money. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. Cosmo. It's done. <laughs> cool. Let's. We'll worry about the spelling later. Yeah. I do like the gh in there. Um, oh, that's completely but we'll, unnecessary. But also consider that applesauce money. Partnerships, yep. paid partnerships. Mott, if you're listening, and I know you fucking are, this is the time. <laughs> this is the time to strike. And we can, this this episode is proudly sponsored by Mott's applesauce. I'm drinking oh a gallon God. of it right now. Please, yeah, <laughs> all the applesauce noises into the mic. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Let's cut that out and put it at the beginning. <laughs> All right. Let's get down to today's quest. We had established that some elves, at least in this world, are ruled by feudalism in the sense of like actual historical feudalism, not like fantasy fake feudalism, but where it's like we're getting into the actual nitty gritty of feudalism as a political system with our elves. Do you want to tackle those elves or do you want to tackle a brand new elven culture because there can be more than one elven culture in the world yeah so aaron what do you think i have a question um is there a group that has escaped the uh feudalistic society and started their own somewhere else like there could be you know a group of that's like you know they said fuck this and they like you know left and started something anew you know maybe or totally yeah if that appeals to you, let's do that because yeah. I'm I'm very on board with that. And actually, so I did a little bit of research into feudalism. Oh yeah, and oh, thank um, God because the... I'm like googling it fucking furiously, <laughs> like that cat on the piano fucking gif. <laughs> well, one of the things that was true about real feudalism is that towns and cities were not really subject to feudalism because they weren't directly under the control of a lord. So. And they lords like hated that and would like try to undermine cities and towns at any opportunity. So I think the idea of a group of elves who have escaped from this feudalistic system and have started their own town or city or whatever uh, is really cool and makes a lot of sense. And we should do that. Yeah, cool. Because it would mean like that they now have their own land and their own decisions to make with it as they're not like dictated by a ruling class. And that appeals to me because it can be like, they make a fucking zoo. Or like, you know what I mean? You can literally, it's yeah. people doing things that they want to do with land that they own. We can get to yeah. that, but like for the first time. And that gets me riled up. Yeah, I knew, I, I had a feeling this is what you'd be into. So let's do it. We're going to talk about culture. We're going to talk a little bit about physiology. I think I'd like our elves to look a little bit different from regular elves. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, do you have any ideas off the top? Should I start the timer first? Oh, frick, yeah. Wow. Slam Jumping that button. Ahead. All right, we're going to hit the timer button. now. Slam that button. The button's been slammed. <laughs> oh, right. let's go. So, um, <laughs> well, I just, I, I was interested in, in we've, we've talked about like having dark elves and we've talked about having high elves and mm-hmm. possibly like a little bit of the concept of wood elves. And so I just kind of wanted to explore like what different kinds of elf there are. And yeah, I think that has to come into play before we talk about like their physiology, you know? I agree. Yeah. So my question is, does high wood and uh, dark dictate, you know, where they, it sounds like right now Mm -hmm. with the three that we're talking about, it sounds like it dictates where they live. 
Like high elves live what in the feudalistic part, or or is it like a class? And thinking. dark is literally because they're underground. And would wood yeah. be like they live in trees because it's forest elves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about high elves and like yeah, high elves being like in the feudalistic society, high elves being like more of a class than anything else right and yeah, uh dark dark elves probably have a particular physiology about them as well living underground okay yeah then i i, I personally if i'm if i can throw out an idea i Just like the out. idea that wood elves then are a it's a it's a level of separation from the idea of high elves and class being like we are elves of the wood of the land they're land elves you know what i mean like because it's finally they have a level of you know, freedom to make their own choices with land, which is such a big fucking deal that it's like, I I see it being very, their culture and their name as a result would be very tied to this element of freedom of having terrain that you can make your own decisions with finally. And, you know, uh, it's, yeah, if you're going to do wood, it would definitely be appropriate because it's like, and we found this big wide wood and it's fucking ours. We are wood elves, you know? Oh, no, I love that. <laughs> the, the first wood elves are the escaped elves from the feudalistic society. What like is Robin an, Hood elves? Yes. Ooh. What is an elf in feud in the feudalistic society that is not a high elf? Just an elf? <laughs> a, a low. <laughs> they're a lowly. They're a surf surf elf. Yeah, I think they're. Well, we yeah, hadn't really. They, they didn't have a name. So surf elf, I kind of like actually. It's got a beach vibe. Yeah, it's like Surf Ninjas. I I like it. <laughs> um, no, I like the idea that our wood elves are are our escaped elves. How long do we think they have been escaped for? How long has the society been entrenched? Um, it depends on how well are they doing. How is wood elf society going? And like, how long has it taken it to get to where it's at? I kind of want them to be like in a good spot. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> so they're balling oh. out there. In, is it Lothlorien esque? No. Okay. So, like, they're not quite balling out yet, but they're doing great. Yeah. Okay. They're doing great. They're they're prospering on their own. It really pisses off the high elves in the city. Oh, that's um, an interesting. That's an. Interesting, there's sort yeah. of an X thing going on here, where they're yeah. like, "We're doing great on our own." I like that little rivalry. If they had a little rivalry between them, I think oh, I'm sure great. it's a bitter rivalry. Yeah. I mean. They would hate to see someone escape like their system and do really well. Yeah. Like but they both show up. They both show up at market day with different stalls. And they're like, oh, you have that to sell? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, you grew that? Oh, hmm. Well, hmm. sort of like that. Yeah. I love the idea of the Robin Hood elves. So maybe like, yeah, it's less Lothlorien and they're more sort of like, like there's the whole fey element to elves too, where like they like to party. So I like the idea that they're kind of having like feasts in the wood. That's in that way. That's the way in which they're balling out is that they're having a great time. And I'm sure they work a lot too. Like it's hard to live in a forest. But. Yeah. What is their, um, so their, their culture is defined by people who, a, is it escaped or left are two very different terms for leave like this feudalistic thing. Did they escaped, have to I escape? Think. So like people are after them because it gives a kind of runaway thing that is teetering towards something that makes me want to pull the eject cord. 
perhaps initially that was the case. Like perhaps initially, like some elves made their escape from the feudalistic society and they went off to live in the woods. And at first these high elves were like, oh, we got to get them like and and we're leading like armies into the woods to search for them. But they were always too wily. They always outsmarted them. And eventually the high lords were just like, well, all right, then (laughs) nothing we can do about this. And so at the point, yeah. No, it's all good. We can't see each other, so it's fine. Um, at at the point where we're at in like the history, perhaps, yeah, this did happen a long time ago. And at this point uh, where we're at, they kind of do just have to begrudgingly exist next to each other. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. My question is, because that is, I like the idea that they left and there are people after them and blah, 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 you know, and then they, you know, coexist. But is the reason why they now coexist because some high elves have become wood elves? Yeah, I was going to say in order for, mm. I feel like it would have to be like that, yeah, some of like the lords like also left. Yeah. And so they can't so easily just sort of dismiss them as like runaway peasants. Yes. Oh, the drama of that. I know. It's very, it's very fun. The idea of rich shit lords being like, you know what? I'm not like, you know, in some idealistic world where rich shit lords are like, no, it's all fucking rage in the woods and like have a great time. What's <laughs> mine is yours. Let's crack open this fucking cask of wine <laughs> oh you know and i'm sure they had to like learn how to do hard work for the first time and hopefully that actually changed them as people <laughs> okay so i really like the idea of them being like the a lot of uh, can a lot of them be privileged people who kind of wanted this feeling of like of course there's going to be a bad apple of like people who are like i yep. think that looks fun let's just go out in the woods and give up this life of luxury for a weekend and then it be like mm-hmm. oh my god i have to fucking farm Ugh, yeah. this is fucking yeah. hard <laughs> i love that but it's rewarding because like yeah look i mean working hard and like being part of an actually like semi-positive community yeah is hopefully rewarding. Yeah, I, so, I like that you know. that they're, they're seeing i think the class system breaks down and people are finally seeing each other because the what's the what's the first elf city called the feudal one we don't have, a name, have a name for it oh, bad at names. fuck we yeah. gotta pick two names then for these two spots sure Fuck. What what would a high elf feudalistic city be called? We could just go with Starstrom for that. Starstrom is very good. And it's very cliche. And if it's the bad one, it can be <laughs> it can be the cliche. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Starstrom's cool. Recycled Starstrom. I dig it. Recycled yeah. Starstrom. Because we do like it. And then for the wood elves. Is it the name of the wood? Mm, the, like sure. That. It can be. I have a fun game for the two of you. Um, yes. Okay. If I may bring some of the stupidity, how I we name things. What is the uh, what is your favorite part? Both of your favorite parks from your childhood, and then uh, we'll combine those question. two together. The names of those parks. Adrian, I want to hear yours first. My favorite park. Oh, there's a place in Saskatchewan called Cranberry Flats that we went to a lot when we were kids. Oh, it's a really oh. good fucking name. <laughs> and we. <laughs> <laughs> we had Cranberry Flats, and then we had a park near our house named Buena Vista. Buena- oh, I went there too. Yeah, is yeah. it Buena Vista Flats? Cran Vista. <laughs> Cran Vista. This, a, this sounds like a juice mix. I'm about I kinda it. I kind of like that. I would love to have Barry in the name somewhere. I do like the yeah. name Barry. It's re- something. It implies like jo- like this jovial, lovely uh, place. I always think yeah. of like everybody getting plump and turnt and yeah. <laughs> You know, Buena 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 Berry, Buena Buena Vista Berry, uh, Vista Berry, the Vista Berry Wood. Oh, I like that Vista Berry. Let's do that Vista like Berry it. Wood. Yeah, like you know, like yeah. you live in this wood. It's a vista. There's houses in it, and we there's get berries. And, and there's cranberry bogs, 
And yeah. so, you know, we making that oh, cranberry really wine, cool. which is made in New Jersey, where I'm actually from. And cranberry wine, let me tell you, it's fucking trash. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's very not good. It's so sweet. You just said hard. cranberry wine, and I got so excited. <laughs> but yeah, I love this uh, Vista, Vista Berry, the Vista Berry Wood. Yeah, and I genuinely, I like the idea of cranberry bogs, because I was trying to think of, like, what is their main, what do they eat and stuff? And that's, I think, a cool thing is, is that the idea that they um, harvest cranberries. Yeah, I that really means, like that a lot. Th- that means the cranberry then is like super important to them for yeah. like a flag. Yeah. Oh, I fuck with that. Um, because it would mean like when they first left, you know, people. How did they? How did this culture leave? You know what I mean? How did these people like they left and were like just what running? I don't like the idea of like running away, <laughs> but I like the idea of being like, yeah, we were fucking tired. We were t- fucking exhausted. Found this wood, found cranberry bogs, and the feasting began. <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> I think it was like a bit at a bit at a time, maybe. Just like I like the idea that it sort of started piecemeal. And so it wasn't really a thing until it suddenly was a thing and, and they had an actual society going. Oh, I like it. Old man, old man Cratchit wandered away into the woods, thought he'd live as a hermit, but then people started coming to him. Oh, I love a fucking legend. Is that true or does no one know? <laughs> I don't know. That oh. was meant as a joke, but. <laughs> no, no, it's very good, though, like because that's how oftentimes like every fucking town history is like, I thought that there was, you know, a lot of bear pelt out there. And so I went over <laughs> to Sandy Springs and I hunted bear. And then everybody came from miles around for my fabulous bear pelts. And then it's like, that sounds like bullshit, actually. But, you know, if you look at the records, it's fucking gold mines and shit. You're like, no, bear pelts. So I like the idea of old man Cratchit, honestly. Me too. <laughs> Especially if they're, because we had struggled when we were talking about like our feudalism elves of like the idea of someone who has lived their entire entire immortal life as a peasant. And so uh, that's like a weird idea. The I think it would be cool if this legendary first person was like the oldest peasant elf oh, ever who said, had been like. Said fuck this. Throw down yeah. their, they had their hoe in their hand and their shovel in the other and like, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I know. And I love the idea that the high elves would be like, you were already a peasant for like 3,000 years. Like what makes you, Damn, why now? You're just waking up to this, this being fucking trash now. I'm sorry, man. I'll, see you later. Yeah, I wish you well. Cause damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. I love when jokes get turned into actual parts of this world. That, thank you. That's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, are we good with any of Yeah, yeah. Do we want to cover anything can... else with there? Oh, it sounds good. Well, I think we'll circle back, but we can put a pin in, in that for now. Okay, because I also wanted to talk about the concept of creating a new kind of elf. Ooh. Ooh. Possibly. Like, wood elves and dark elves and high elves, like, those are already in D&D. But, like... Okay. Do we want to make something something our our own? Like a bog elf, a different kind of elf, a bog Ooh, elf. Yeah, bog elf, like webs, because you'd essentially have to have feet and legs that are like have permanent <gasps> waders yeah. on to be in yeah. the bog. Because like maybe it's just very marshy, and if you're in marshy, if anything from Naked and Afraid has taught me that television <laughs> program is that if you're in a marsh for too long, like you'll get trench foot, like fucking super instant. Like you're having your skin wet for that long. Eventually it'll break mm-hmm. apart and get infected. So like, I think if, if, if this world has evolution in it, um, yeah, yeah. I would say that maybe they're, or they just wear fucking waiter, either wear waiters or they got legs <laughs> like waiters, you know, where you can just fuck 
fucking be not submerged, not like aquatic. They're not Zora from Zelda, but like yeah, they right. can be wet for a long time in this yep. boggy marshland, you know, and they, I don't know, their toes are extra grippy on the bottom of the bog. I don't know. No, that's cool. <laughs> they just evolved boots. <laughs> perma boot. perma, they, got, perma they, they are old school like jrpg cutscene where everybody sleeps in their shoes that's just <laughs> this is my flesh are you kidding how gross that's <laughs> my really boot, nasty i got boot foot <laughs> <laughs> i think this is cool because what if it's the case that like part of elven physiology is that they evolve like Ooh, rapidly like that's fucking get good. crazy that's good as fuck oh that's like, very smart yeah, they're super adaptable so, like, the first kids who were born in this, in the wood, in the Vistaberry wood, they were, like, already adapted to, like, go wading through the bog. Or yeah. does it happen in real time? Like, if you put an elf in the desert for, like, a does fucking it, day, yeah. you're like, I'm a camel now. I don't need any fucking water for six days. <laughs> you know, is it that kind of? Is it that kind of that too? <laughs> Hard to kill. Yeah, essentially just yeah. like because I like that that puts a twist on like the I'm an immortal and I'm indestructible. Blah, blah, blah. But I like the idea that it's just like, no, we're super adaptive and like you you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can pull, you can literally yeah, drop cool. us anywhere in the world and we're gonna fucking crush it. Like you can't you can't keep them down kind of at all based on the environment. Yeah. It's like, how else do you think we became immortal? I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like that that puts a nice, because you have this feudalism and you have this like shit society who treats people poorly. And I think mm-hmm. it, it, it's a nice thing where it, it does add a level of perseverance to these elves that it's like, you know, once I think an age happened where people started saying, fuck this and dropped their shovels, you know, I think maybe there's a lot of these types of cultures like Vistaberry, Co- Vistaberry Wood, like all over the world, people who fucking bounced out of feudalism or like this is whack i can survive anywhere yeah, you know yeah. we're stronger than this shit and i don't need you to keep me alive you know we're fucking land people we're people we're salt of the earth folk let's go get yeah. this fucking elf bread <laughs> adaptability is <laughs> part of their physiology but it's also part of their character oh i love yeah. that yeah this is good i also love the idea that the higher classes of this feudalism elves would have tried to suppress that knowledge so maybe 100 the, the people who left they didn't even know that elves could do that until it happened to them yeah oh i hate they, this oh, i hate it but it's good i hate it that's <laughs> good it's so fucking mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> god um we have to shit on elves a little bit oh we're gonna episode. shit on Otherwise, elves a whole lot of it. To form. but i don't yeah. want to shit gotta, on these bo- these bog elves though i'm fucking loving i love the idea that all these terms are just like like in you know in typical shit history way like these terms are created in order to exhibit a level of control mm-hmm. you know what i mean where it's like well i'm a fucking high elf and it's like what the fuck? Fuck you. Like, no, you're not. What does that not. mean? Yeah, that doesn't yeah. mean anything. I'm just a, fu- you're an elf too, shithead. You made that name up. Yeah, you just live yeah. in a house. That's right. <laughs> They're all just elves. Yeah, that's right. But wood elf, yeah, wood elf, bog elf, like whatever. That's just. They're just labels. Yeah. I love this. That would make sense with the dark elves too. Like, if they've retreated underground, then of course their physiology is going to have rapidly changed. Oh! I love when it all comes together. That <laughs> felt really good because you said that. I was like, oh, that's really good. That's a good twist. Because you said like yeah. there are physiological differences. And oftentimes in fantasy, it's like, just because it's fucking, I don't know, these ones are brown, these ones are white. And you're like, oh, yeah. God, yeah. I'm going to fucking throw yeah. up. But this is just like, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't get any fucking sunlight. But I can kind of, we don't need it anymore, you know, to produce fantasy vitamin D. We can exactly. kind of just like, you know, 
suck the minerals out of the ground. Yeah. Our, oh, from like su- little suck, like squid, like suction cups on our feetsies. Oh, cool. Oh. So they like walk on the ceilings and shit when they want to eat, you know. That, and that can be the one like downside of this is that always something fucked up happens to your feet. Either they turn into boots or yeah. they turn into suckers. It's a real footy culture. It's just like, you know, if, if you're a foot enthusiast, you know, roll fucking elves because you're about to go hog wilds. You're about oh to go. Yeah. Leave halflings behind. You had halflings yeah. before. Now it's all about elves. Oh, you had a foot fetish for halflings? Get ready. Foot elves elves it's the feet aren't just for halflings anymore what's the high elf foot situation oh it's real delicate it's super like fucking yeah like it's soft like you know what i mean that's the thing they're not rugged yeah. they're not because it, it makes me feel like they're not doing the things that elves do like what elves do is like right roam and adapt and find new places and find new ways of living and new environments and like hiking and shit and doing fun stuff but if you're just sedentary chilling in like a fucking stone castle you're getting soft and i love the idea that it fits with the kind of aesthetic like the uh feudalistic elves they the higher ones obviously wear like heavy armor and stuff when they go outside because like they're very delicate and it's like owie like it hurts so i have to wear and that fits with our, the kind of idea of like feudalism as being like knights and stuff because yeah, they need is that they protection. have to wear all this stuff yeah. yeah oh i fucking love this these huge layers of furs and everything and like all this super luxurious stuff because they can't really survive outside in just like a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> i really dig this I thought we should bring up um, the concept of elves being from space. Oh. Right. We did. <laughs> well, yeah, for a second, I think we should talk about the origin of elves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Aaron, early on, we had said that a lot of magic stuff in this world comes from space originally. But where do we think elves come from? And do they come from space? I, I'm always a fan of um, magic or an outside stimulus affects something on a planet and like mm-hmm. outcomes of, like in all my fantasy children, we say like, oh, dwarves come from like the, the rocks themselves. Like they carved themselves right. from rock wall and like elves mm-hmm. come from moonlight. But like this, I like the idea because we have these land driven, like these are, these are land elves. You know what I mean? They are of yeah. the earth and the elements. I yeah. like the idea where it's like you know, something involving the elements were affected by the starfall. Like nature itself affected the, was affected by the starfall magic and out mm-hmm. came elves maybe. Are they plants? Plants? Like, but there was definitely something on the table of many things that we're going to roll on later. There's a couple like ideas for like plant-based elves, mm-hmm. which I think is an, an idea for sure. Are, were they originally plants that were affected by the starfall? I like that concept. That ties in well with the adaptability, too, I think, because like plants have a many. Well, yeah, <laughs> there are many different kinds of plants that can adapt to all sorts of environments much easier than animals can. Right. Right. Is it um, because it makes me think of because they're so diverse in terms of ecosystems and things. Does it have yep. to do with the wind or does it have to like something very invisible and vague? Because like plants, their seeds are carried on the wind. Pollen's carried on the wind. If you're an elf that's like in the fucking, you know, cold areas where you carried on like an icy wind, you know, is it I'm just trying to this is me throwing as many spaghetti plates <laughs> against the wall as humanly possible, because it can be like, you know, they became like seeds. I don't know. But it's, yeah. you know, it's something with nature. I love being affected by starfall and this mm-hmm. really cool adaptive response happened where you know humanoids existed they were like we can do anything that involves earth stuff 
No, I think that's cool. Like, I, I especially think that would be a story that elves would tell about themselves, Ooh. right? Is that they came from the wind. Like, that's very, that makes sense for them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So if they're spores or if they're like seeds of some kind, is there like a mother elf plant? Hmm. I like the idea that maybe there's, that's a legend too, that like somewhere. But uh, no one knows. Forgotten, yeah, or, or lost or whatever is like the original plant that every elf sprung from originally and then was carried off by the wind. I love that. There's usually that kind of stuff in fun mythology where it's like, and we came from the great this, you know, yeah, or right. like the, the and all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. The world tree. I love that kind of, I love, also love the image of like somewhere there is a large, you know, pod seed bearing plant that's like immense <laughs> And, you know, and if you find it, you, you know, the myth is like, if you find it, you unlock the secrets of creation. We're like, is there yeah. really a plant or is it just like a fucking, can it be a dandelion? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I think that's really cool because I don't want it to be a tree because that's way too obvious. The image is very pretty of them blowing all over the world from like the first dandelion yeah. that bore, what do they call those little things? I mean, they're seeds, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but one, the, one would what, think. When they get all, when they get all fluffy, what are they called? They're called. Seeds. <laughs> dandelion. What is the fluff in a dandelion called? The dandelion flower dries out for about 10 days and the seed bearing parachutes expand and lift out of the dried flower head. The white fuzzy thing you see is actually known as the pappus. The mother pappus. The mother like pappus. pappus. The mother pappus. The mother pappus. I fuck with that. Um, I really like, yeah, I really like the concept of a, of a dandelion. And dandelions are such like adaptable plants, right? Like they yeah. can grow out of the cracks yeah, they're and weeds. sidewalks. Yeah. yeah, they're weeds. Oh, we sprout like a weed. I love yeah. this. This is good. <laughs> I love dandelions too. Underrated flower. You can I, fucking eat them. They make a good salad. Oh, uh, that reminds me of my childhood too. Like ever since we started talking about like the parks that we spent time in, like I just remember like picking up so many dandelions, like squishing them up. And like, there's so many things you can do with a dandelion. <laughs> Who knew elves would inspire such heartwarming childhood memories in you, Adrian? I definitely didn't expect it because <laughs> I don't <laughs> like elves. But yeah, now these are my goal today was like, I want to make some elves that I can like. Yeah. And I do like these. Elves. All you got to do is bring it. the fun of your own life to these things. And God, the it can get rid of all the because that's what all that fucking Tolkien did was like, I'm a bigot. So I'm going to bring all my bigoted shit to all my <laughs> fantasy races. And you're like, ah, fuck ew. And so if you're like, I like my life and my friends and family and where I'm from, I'm going to bring them to my fantasy races and world. You're like, oh, wow, this world feels really good and happy. This is great. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm into it. We have uh, 31 minutes left. Should we start rolling? Let's just start rolling, baby. All right. I am rolling. I have to plug this box. I'm rolling on a dice box created by the brilliant uh, Stellar Empress. That's a seven. They're a plant-based life form. We Perfect. just did that. Let's go! <laughs> Confirmed by the dice gods. There That's you go. Right. Thank you for sending that in, Arachneo. Uh, let's roll again. Yeah. Aaron, you can roll again. Two. They sing to trees to produce and shape wood. Cutting wood from a tree or carving wood is a grievous sin with the punishment of death that's sent in by psychic machinery. I love that so much. I do too. It's It has that lovely respect. Of course, there's a respect for nature thing if you come from a fucking dandelion. But I do yeah. like the idea. It implies that you're either asking plants for things like you know what i mean mm -hmm. like you are singing to either like to make them happy and then they give you something not you're not taking yeah. from it you have to sing a song or it's like you know you have to pay the price where it's like i need wood to build a boat the tree is almost like 
they're like, oh, tree, you know, and the tree is like, here's your wood, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> yeah. It, it gives this cool feeling for me where it is, uh, it shows a personal relationship with plants and nature, yeah. not just like we have a deep respect, because that's usually the trope as well, where it's like, there's right. a deep respect for nature. This is like, no, that's a personal relationship where it's like, like, I'm sorry, grass, but I have to cut you. I'm going to make this as painless as fucking possible. I'm going to sing. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm, I'm sorry! Like that kind of, you know, where it's a very personal relationship with nature to the point where it's beyond personification, where like they can commune with plants. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say this is like a giving tree sort of situation, like Shel Silverstein. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I love that. Um, okay, so they sing to trees to produce and shape wood. Can they do this with other plants as well? I think so. Why not? Yeah. Okay. So anything they need from plants, they can like, they can sing to them they have to say well i guess that's the question is do we think this is a another maybe sort of lost art that the bog slash wood elves are rediscovering as they're kind of going back out into the wild yeah I, I, yeah i feel like in our feudalistic elf society they probably are like working with plants the same way that humans might and now that these these wood and bog elves are going out, they're discover, rediscovering some of these ancient elf arts of, yeah, like singing to plants and trees and, and developing those personal relationships with them. There's two roads you can kind of go because it's like, how did the elves work in feudalistic society? Like, was it, you know, hard labor farming as we know it? And in their off time, they everybody had like, you know, potted plants that they would speak to and sing to. Or... Is it they? This art is constantly used, and high elves are shit at it. Yeah, could be that because it does provide the feudalistic society with some kind of like they need the elves who are good at this skill to to work the land and provide because the high elves are fucking soft and like privileged and they don't know how to do it. Maybe it's lost to the high elves because they're shit. Oh, that's really cool. I like that a lot. I love the image of like in a farming context, like in agriculture, of like the whole field of farm laborers singing in a chorus to like the wheat or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, because it doesn't have to be like what we know as feudalism is like, you know, the idea that the famous image of like a surf fucking plow and a, it's like this bear yeah. and fucking shit life. But like maybe they're really fucking lush. And like the, 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 like, you know, this is way too on my family's children where I'm like, the farming isn't, we always go to farming for some reason. Cause I like it. So I'm always like, the farming <laughs> is incredible. And like, you know, things are booming in this feudalistic area because they're so good at it. But like, you know, they're, they're working for the high elves, but yeah. maybe their life is not shitty. Maybe it's like they're most of their yield. They don't own the land that they have to work and, you know, sing yeah. to the corn, but, you know, most of the corn goes to them and it's not the high elves don't have that same personal relationship and respect with the crops. And that's mm-hmm, what made yeah. them bounce out. That's what made them leave. I think so. Yeah, I think I think that's probably what it is. I think that our sort of serve for like our lower class elves. Yeah, I don't think they hate their lives, but it's about control. I think you could have a good life, quote unquote, in some ways or in a, you could you enjoy things as a as a kind of a surf elf. But people want different things. Exactly. Because, like, it, it, I want to always avoid, like, the one-to-one, like, history, like, in real world yeah. type thing. Because I always think we can come up with better things. And we can. We have. Because I like the idea of the 
I almost I don't feel bad for high elves for being like I don't I can't I could because they're so cold because they're so uncaring and because they're so selfish they have they can no longer feel empathy for plants and they can't commune mm-hmm. with them whereas you know these people who because I, I start I think of the beginning of the feudalistic society where it had to be two kind of groups broke off where it was like I can't commune with these plants you can can you work the farm and I'll take care of the day to day and then that developed into kind of exploitation but also Mm -hmm. like they both do like you know one needs the other way more you know what i mean and then eventually it was like i don't need high elves fucking dictating what land i can have and work you need me let's get the fuck out let's fuck off (laughs) and let's go fucking work let's go do our own thing and do whatever we want because like it it also breaks this it makes this nice you know it was a willing breakup story and now like you know the fucking high elves are reeling because they now have to learn empathy and how to connect with plants yeah i i think that's really cool yeah that's extremely yeah cool. i just i love the image of of the the chorus of of farmers singing and and watching the the wheat grow or whatever and then yeah this high elf like looking out of their castle window <laughs> at it and just like not understanding and and missing something from that like they're not being fulfilled in the way that they should can i tell you something they don't have this thing you have yeah. just described how the grinch stole christmas <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is that yeah it was like da, Doris. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's like grinch elves and then eventually that's why we already said though that the high elves join the wood elves because it is the grinch that stole christmas they, yeah, so it's already happening on some level. Oh, yeah, I love it. This is all come full <laughs> yeah. circle. We fucking did it. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, uh, I think we can put a pin in that. Yeah. Should we? I, I'll maybe I'll roll and then we'll sure. see what, what else we get. Nineteen. The ghosts of their ancestors exist among them, telling ancient stories and guiding young ones. That's from Isenos Bay. What do we think of this? I'm wondering, okay, so going off of plants and like plant connection, like perhaps right. when a an elder dies, they're buried and a plant can sprout from where they were buried? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, they can kind of speak, they can communicate with one another, same as they can communicate with other plants, right? Yeah. But in a different capacity. Yes, and us as the outsider, we don't, we know that it might not be, it might just be they can talk to trees, but I think in elven culture, it might be like, no, we're just talking to like elves. Like we are yeah. plants yeah. and therefore we are asking our, el- our, you know, our friends for fucking corn. You know, we're asking for the yeah. wheat. <laughs> I, because, you know, the, I love that, that it's like, you don't know what they think it, you know, I think it is very under the assumption that like these are, this tree is grandma and grandma is giving me an apple like the giving tree. It's like <laughs> if the giving tree was actually your mother. Yeah. And like giving you a fucking apple. And you're like, yeah, I asked, yeah, I asked for an apple. Mom has apples and I fucking wanted an apple. Fuck. No, that's the, I think that's what it is. Because I think when I first heard that, I was like, I don't want it to just be like, oh, it's ghost grandpa. And then he just shows up for, and he's you like, mean force all, ghosts? <laughs> yeah, just for, I didn't want it to be force ghosts. Because that's the funny thing about force ghosts is like, when can they appear? When can't they appear? Why aren't you just like chatting like with your force ghost all the time? They're it's watching weird. always. They're know, always the there. Thing. They just have stealth mode on and off. So like at any time they can be like, oh, I noticed when when you were doing that. You were there? Yes. Yeah, I was totally there. I watched you do that. And it was 
most <laughs> dishonest. I don't know Star Wars that well, so I like making grand assumptions about it because I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> well, Obi Wan watched. <laughs> well, Luke never has sex in Star Wars, so it's okay. <laughs> Thank God. Did for you say that. no one has sex in Star Wars? I mean, I said Luke doesn't, but oh, no one Luke else doesn't. really does. No, everybody uh, comes from plants in Star Wars. That's, that's right, true. as we all know. So in like in a typical surf elf household, you'd probably see like lots of potted plants and things like that. Yeah. That, yeah, are ancestral in nature. I was going to say that it's unlikely they would have cats then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who just fucking kill uh, grandpa, knock him off the no! ledge. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. If the idea is that the, well, we'll call them the farming elves, if they... The their fields are full of their ancestors, like the you know the wheat, etc. If they go to live with the bog elves, are they leaving that behind? Like, are they leaving their their ancestors that are growing, you know, that whose spirits are within the wheat or the corn or whatever? In their ideology, can elf spirits like move with you and just go into whatever plants nearby or or what? Well, yeah. is is it is it is it all plants are the ancestors of elves, or is it like? A specific plant is your ancestor that sprang up on like the grave of your ancestor. And then you can like repot it and take it with you. (laughs) I always thought of it as like a kinship type thing where it's not like that tree is fucking great. That is my grandmother. Please do not talk to her. Like, you know, I don't want it to be. I I don't I didn't (laughs) see it as like, you know, that is my OC. Do not steal type shit where it's like, fuck (laughs) off. That's my kin. I kind of saw it as more like a kinship relationship where people are like, yeah, no, like that's, you know, it's fucking wheat. That's it might not be grandma. Like, you know, it's sort of like a spread out. It's spread out. It's dispersed. You know, like grandma's spirit is now dispersed in this field of wheat. And if you leave, grandma can bless more people. You know, I don't have to be constantly harvesting or other people can. It doesn't make it any less grandma. You know what I mean? I think, yeah. And I love the idea that maybe... The songs that you sing, so an elf might be like, I'm going to sing, I want an apple, I'm going to go over to this tree, I'm going to sing, and I, when I sing my song, I know that I'm speaking to my ancestors. I like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe somebody else can go to the same tree and sing their song, and and they're speaking to their ancestors, even though it's the same tree. Like, yeah, it's all elves exist within all plants, is the idea. Yes. Okay, I can get behind that. All right. Uh, Eleven. Cutting hair is extremely taboo among elves and grows incredibly slow, being a good rough indicator of their age. Interesting. Um, trifectal prism. Thank you, trifectal prism. Yes. I kind of like this. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I have I have a thought, and this goes back to like elf physiology. Is there something mm-hmm. about them that resembles plants? Like, Can be. Is, is that kind of like what their adaptation ends up looking like? Like if you are living in the desert, perhaps you do get like spines that grow on you or something like that. Oh, oh totally. If if you are living in like in uh, a forest, do you get like sort of like wooded aspects about your skin? Like does your hair does your hair in this case resemble plant life at all? And is that why yeah. it's incredibly taboo to cut it? Right. I dig it. It, it's it's it could because we said it's adaptation wise and it's to adapt and thrive in any environment. So I think it's a case by case basis. Like what would hair? What would a beneficial beneficial version of hair in the? It would be like very short, so ticks can't get in there or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. 
Or like in the desert, it might like make a hat like to shield you from the sun. Like, you know what I mean? It would be, I think it's a case by case basis. So it's like, why the fuck would you cut that? You, It's helping you. You need it. Right. Like it's a hat shielding you from the 400 degree weather of the, the boop bop desert. You know, well, the fuck would you cut your hair? You're going to burn. And like in the forest, it'll be like, if you grow your hair out, you can get a fuck ton of ticks in there, man. You might want to cut yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I like that idea is like, yeah, you could shave like for us, you could shave your eyebrows if you want, but have fun like getting sweat in your eyes. Yeah. Like, cause that's what it's for. You can get a lot of ticks in there. My eyebrows are fucking huge. And let me tell you, full of ticks and mites. Full, full of ticks. ticks. Okay. Are we a fan of that then? Physiology is like, like related that. to plants too? Yeah. Do they have kind of greenish skin then? It depends, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, what kind of hair would help you in the bog. So I think an elf, a bog elf's hair kind of is like cowtails from the mosquitoes where they whap them away from your face. Yeah. Like your hair is kind of Medusa-like, tiny, tiny thin braids that work like cowtails that like on their own reflexively will react to like mosquitoes nearby and like whoosh like slap them down because like That's you know so it's, it's boggy it's fucking there's tons of bugs and mosquitoes and they're annoying you'd have cowtail hair <laughs> i love that i, I like that yeah what about high elf hair no hair Ooh, bald. why not? Give me a pitch. Why not? Why don't they have? Yeah, why? Why, why don't they have hair? hair? I don't know this because that's the first thing that came to my head. Okay, I mean, if you sit inside all the time, right? Like yeah. you wouldn't need hair to, to... do anything because it's a. Fu- We're thinking yeah. there. It's is strictly something. functional right now. So, like you know, no hair or like obnoxious, <gasps> large, ostentatious hair to like just flex because they're overcompensating. It's one of those two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Either ostentatious hair or perhaps their hair either looks like spider plants, which like Ooh. can grow pretty easily inside, right? Ooh. Or like succulents. Oh! <laughs> and you can get really ostentatious with succulents, right? Yes. Yeah. I love this a lot. I love this a lot. It's like big and there's a lot of like hair art made with these like big juicy yeah. succulents because, oh, I love it. I love it a lot. <laughs> Just to clarify, are we saying the hair is like plant, like it is succulents on your head oh, or I it don't just know. resembles it? Who knows? Uh, some mysteries and fantasy stories are better left untold. <laughs> <laughs> we can leave it like that for yeah. now. I'm happy with that. I do like the idea that it's just, they have no kind of skill. I'm thinking like socialites. I'm thinking those shit lords on right. the Real Housewives type thing. Like yeah. the guys and the girl gals who are on those shows who just like, they don't do anything. They just kind of like Paris Hilton in the early 2000s, you know, <laughs> like where it's just like, I don't know, I'm just fucking rich and my life is dope. So I'm yeah. thinking like, what function would their hair serve? And it's just like looking cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, like it, you it. have yeah. no contributions. Like the other elves that we're discussing yeah. have these functions and have these things that they do in these lifestyles. These people are like, they'll eventually wake up one day. I think they woke up the day that the elves left and were like, fuck, our life sucks. And so as a result, they're like, look at my succulents. Look at, I barely have to water it and I can twist it into a helicopter. And it's like, <laughs> you fucking suck. <laughs> like everyone, oh man, like they call out to them. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think you're right that like it's they they can style their hair and it's it's serving the same purpose, but it's still it doesn't yeah, have a fun- it doesn't have a function. Uh, Aaron, we have eight minutes left. Do you want to roll again? I would love to roll again. Let's hit this d twenty. Fourteen. Oh, this is a juicy one. The elves' long lifespan is actually a combination of the lifespans of several different spirits. 
An elf will go through brief transition periods when it's time for them to be inhabited by a new spirit. They take new names after this transition. That's from Big Daddy Four Eyes. Hmm. I fuck with that. It it is very evocative of uh re- I think of reinvention and rediscovery and a little bit of um molting, a little bit of how a hermit crab finds like you know the little hermit crabs and they find the new shell and it could be like yeah. a soda can. It can be a new glamorous shell. And then every now and again an elf will kind of just recreate themselves. Is it involuntary or is it voluntary? I don't know. The other thing I was wondering is, is the whole new spirits thing, is that literal? Like it's a magic thing that happens? Or is it just part of their culture that as you go through different stages of your life, elves change as they do or they they transition into a new period of life? And what they say is like, oh, there's a new spirit in that person. And you now. take a new name to reflect that new period of your life. Yeah. I like that. No, totally. Yeah. Well, elves, I think- elves in D&D, they generally change names as they get older, right? Oh, I don't know. That was um that was my that was why my joke was Adrian the boy after a hundred long years has just selected his adult name. Oh. As elves do select that wasn't I a, thought you just made that up. No, that was no. Psh, me I thought you were doing creative, some fantasy unlikely. world building. Okay. No, elves. Elves are considered children until they declare themselves adults, and before this period they are called by child names. Oh. On a, declaring adulthood, an elf selects an adult name. I think they should add it on. I think when they take a new name, they add it on to their old name. So your full name, a full elf name, like you can tell by how long their full name is, is how old they are. Okay. Or what stage they're at. Then I guess what is, what is the different, what are the different stages of an elf's life? That's the question we should be asking. I mean, the obvious ones I feel like for humans, right, yeah. is like child, teenager, young adult, middle-aged, elder. So I, but, so we have, uh, maybe it's seed, sprout, seedling, sapling, mature. <gasps> Boom. Love it. You know, um, this is the life cycle of a tree for <clears> listeners <throat> at home. See, <laughs> or sorry, uh, it is, it would be, well, actually it's seed, sprout, sapling, uh, mature, and then snag is when they're like elderly snag. dying. I love that. Yeah. A snag. Like, you know, a snag. Oh, it's like a beautiful, like, you know, she's, she's a little snag. Like, you know, she's a little, <laughs> she's getting a little longer in the tooth, but it always comes back to seed is that's the, and I think that's the important thing about the elephant thing that yeah. this, this, yeah. Uh, that's like re, re, you know, you plant yeah. stuff. So you just have five names. When you become a snag, you have five names. Oh, baby. I love that. And they acknowledge that you are not who you are at when you were, when you were a seed, then when you were at an, uh, when you were mature or when you were a sapling or when you were a snag, it's just like, mm-hmm. those are different. Perhaps they consider it as being like, I'm a different plant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do elves have family names as in addition to this or do they not have family names? difficult to have a family name if you're adding on names all the time i I think it's cool for them not to have family names yeah you pick your own it's it adds on to this whole idea of like you get a new name it's like you choose everything about yourself and how you want to present yourself is kind Mm -hmm. of like you know it's it's just you it's all you and i really like that in terms of like thinking about the feudal society like just how how much individuality is like incorporated in elven culture but with this feudalistic society just kind of suppressing that Mm. maybe it's just not once again like I, I like the idea of the feudal society is not rooted in nature and mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of the difference where it's just like you know they just it, it's kind of just like they lost their way type thing where it's like they're just i don't know they just do things maybe differently one doesn't have to be right or wrong it's just the feudal society the biggest thing was they lost empathy and so yeah, yeah. you know it could be just like they give you a name in feudal society because you are, you know, lacking empathy being the theme. It's kind of that similar thing where it's like, you're called this. 
you know? I love that because I feel like in in terms of the the nobility, right? In a feudal society, it's all about succession, right? And it's about the house and the family. So I love the idea that parents in high elf parents give their children names and they expect them to keep them. And it's part of how they control them because you're tools of dynastic succession. Mm. So you're just, so we'll, we're going to give you a name. Ver- versus the serfs who do the five name deal. Yeah, I think the I think the serfs. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your seed yeah. name is that given to you by your parents? Can mm. you talk? Do elf babies talk? I was gonna say, what if? Fuck like, yeah, they the, do. <laughs> or just like, <laughs> why not? Yes. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. You come out a fucking baby, being like, sup? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? But yeah. I mean, full, full set of teeth, <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, like you come out fucking dripping pull ups. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh shit my baby's jack oh my god my um, baby's jack too <laughs> oh no we have a minute well, left what if i was quickly what if like it is the sort of mystical thing where elves babies their first word is always their seed name mm. i will say i dig it because that's also in all my fantasy children i fuck with that we, have oh, <laughs> we did it again <laughs> Dwarves' oh, first no. words imply their entire <laughs> lives and their name. No, it's okay. I like it. I, I, it does make complete sense, though, because if we're deciding that elves pick their own names, it fits very yeah. perfectly with this, where it's a seedling name, because it changes. It changes again. Yeah. So it, it, it is yeah. like it, it fits this whole idea that like who you are as a seed is not like you dictate your own seed name and then you dictate your own adolescent name. And then you dictate your like young. You know what I mean? It, it, it fits so fucking perfectly that if a baby can talk and they want to be called <laughs> lava baby, you're like, all right, yeah. fucking lava baby. This is your journey. But when you <laughs> when you're a sapling, you're a sprout, you're going to be like, oh, Fuck, I called myself Lava Baby. Lava Baby, ah, It's yeah. part of life, is going through that phase of deleting your fucking live journal, you know? Yeah. And they just do it it's five like an, fucking times. It's like an embarrassing old email that you're stuck with. In adolescence, I was fucking Ichigo Blade Hammer, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. God. That was the timer. But to wrap up, I want to say, what would your, based on your first word, what would each of your seedling names be? Oh, my uh, first word was up. Great. Y'all know your fucking first. God damn. Yeah. I don't know. My <laughs> seed name would be um, Everwind Gunslinger. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's my first word. My dad just texted name. me back and he was like, your first word was Everwind Gunslinger. And, you know, <laughs> guess that's, that's your seed hell. name. And I was like, dad, are you listening? And then a force ghost appeared and was like, I've been here all along. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Would that mean that a lot of seed babies' names are just mom? That's what I was going to say. Because that was my first word, yeah. But Or just like, a cop. Like, <laughs> or if they can speak like full sentences and have fucking, maybe they have more maybe knowledge. Maybe elf yeah. babies have way more knowledge than human babies. They just come out like basically in like 10th grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they come out and they're immediately like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm a baby now. I'm lava baby. Lava baby says, get out of my room, mom. Like, my baby already hates me. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Aaron, okay. this was a blast. Thank you so much for coming it on. Was a blast. Thank you for having me. It's fun. If you want to help us create this world, you got to follow us on Twitter at ThisRealmPod or go to our subreddit. That's our This Realm Is Your Realm. There's going to be a pinned tweet there or a pinned thread with the episode topics that we're trying to collect ideas for. You can also email those to thisrealmpod at gmail.com. So get your ideas in. 
please, for the table of many things for some upcoming episodes. If you like the show, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. You can also tweet about the show or just tell a friend about it. That'd be really nice. Aaron, where could people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron Catano Sayas, all one uh, word. You can find all my fantasy children at oneshotpodcast.com and uh, us on Twitter at a- eight AMFC underscore podcast. Um, yeah, and just fucking make worlds that are more thoughtful. It's the only thing I'll leave you with. Make thoughtful worlds and remember to be nice. I love Bring that. your own life and your own joys to your fantasy worlds and they will be filled with joy as well. Yeah, please listen to All My Fantasy Children. It's an incredible show. I don't I don't know anyone who would be listening to this who hadn't heard of that <laughs> show, but it's incredible Thank you. and you should absolutely check it Thank out. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time and remember, it takes, it takes all, all love, love babies, babies to make, <laughs> to make a, a world. world.